Welcome to another episode of Truth and Love with T.Y. I am T.Y., your life coach and relationship coach. I want to get into it today uh, on the topic of the truth and love about the LGBTQ community. The truth and love about this community. So before I even say anything about this, I know this is already a hot topic. I know it already. Uh, I want to challenge you all to do a few things. I want to, I want to have a conversation that is respectful and open. So as you listen to this podcast, I need you to keep your mind open and, and, and be respectful in the way that you think and the way that you respond. The other thing I challenge you to do is to resist negative thoughts and emotions. And rather than that, focus on tolerance. Tolerance does not mean that you accept it. It does not mean that you like it. It does not mean that you're um, going against your religious principles. Tolerance literally means, or tolerance is, is defined as having the ability or willingness to tolerate something, particularly something that exists or an opinion or belief that you do not believe. So, being able to understand that other ways of thinking exist and deserve just as much respect as your beliefs. So that is what I want to challenge you to do today is listen to this conversation from a vantage point of positivity, open-mindedness, and tolerance. Also understand that I am not trying to change your mind about your belief system. I'm trying to open your heart. Because once your heart is open, your mind will change on its own. So listen with an open heart. The other thing I want to challenge you to do is to accept that there are facts and there are beliefs. And when we're having this conversation or any conversation about something that we feel differently about, we have to understand that there are things that are factual and actual. And there are things that are a part of our belief system and we may believe in them strongly but that does not make our beliefs factual so that takes a lot of maturity it takes you removing your judgment and looking at what is and what is not again your belief system can stay intact and you can still accept and be open-minded and listen to something about or have a conversation about something that you do not agree with respectfully. The other thing is I've noticed that people say and do some really evil shit in the name of Jesus. And what I mean by that is people specifically when discussing homosexuality or the LGBTQ topic tend to say something like the Bible says it is written or God says and then right after that they say some of the most damaging hurtful judgmental shit and I just think do they not see the hypocrisy in what they just did do they not see how evil that was And that they claim to have said that evil thing in the name of a God that they define as patient, kind, forgiving, wise, a counselor, a healer, 
God is love, you say. I don't understand how you would be able to, those words would escape your mouth if you are, in fact, speaking for or based on your belief in God. Just absolutely unacceptable to me. And so, as you remember those challenges, again, keep your mind open. Keep the conversation and the thought processes respectful. Um, Understand that I'm not here to change your mind. I'm here to change your heart. Your mind will follow. Um, And I also challenge you to resist negativity because that's the thing that tends to always happen. And that's the reason that we're still going in circles about this topic is because we allow our beliefs about this topic, our belief system, our personal beliefs about this topic to rise to the level of emotional response, which is negative. It turns negative. And then we get into name calling and all of those negative quotes in the name of Jesus. So just remember positivity and understand that I am not the enemy here. In fact, I'm like Switzerland when it comes to this. I respect a person's right to believe in whatever they believe insofar as it is not oppressing or damaging or hurting another human being. Believe what you need to believe in order to get through this life, which can be very challenging. Um, If spiritual counsel is what you need and what you believe in, I absolutely think that that is beautiful because it is serving a positive purpose in your life. So I am not here as the enemy. I want to say that specifically to people who are very deep believers in God and the the teachings of the Bible. I am not the enemy. Um, I am also not a religious woman, but I do have the maturity to know that you have every right to think and feel the way you think and feel. And I hope that you feel the same way about my thoughts and my feelings on this topic and on all the topics that I broadcast about here on this podcast. So what led to this whole topic? I was on Facebook and I saw that the young man who has this hit song called Old Town Road, Young Nas, I can't remember his name, uh, he recently came out and said, hey, I'm homosexual in so many words. And uh, I believe it was homosexual. I'm not sure. But uh, the, the, the response was so crazy, like it almost broke the Internet. And I'm thinking, how does his sexual orientation change the fact that that's a a, a good song. That's a catchy song. Like I'm thinking, why do we care who he has sex with? He makes fun music. Isn't that what we pay him for? Do we pay him to be straight or gay or like, why is that our business? I was just blown away by how many negative opinions. Of course, there were some positive opinions about it too. People said, you know what, how brave of that, how, how brave of you to come out and say that when you didn't have to. Um, I thought that that, that was more in line with how I felt. That was really brave for you to be able to do that. And um, I still commend him for doing that in spite of uh, the fact that he was going to get this outlash, specifically as a black male. So that led me to post on Facebook this question, quote, two women equal sexy, two men equal an abomination. Why? End quote. To me, it was really the difference between sexual orientation versus what you experience as sexual pleasure. Um... But it also was a conversation about personal choice. And what I didn't understand was literally, why do we care who someone is having sex with? Why do we care so much about this? I just don't understand. So the um, 
the questions and comments were uh, on blast. Okay, I got like 93 or so comments, and I'm still getting comments on this post. So at the time that I recorded this podcast, I had 93 comments. And so I want to go into some of those comments, and I'm going to read what the person commented, and then I'm going to tell you how I experienced it uh, through my lenses, which are the truth and love lenses, but also how I experienced their comment not having a belief system that is in opposition of homosexuality or the LGBTQ movement, period. So um, one person says, if a man is penetrated by another man, he is gay. I think that that is a slippery slope, but generally speaking, if a man enjoys sex with another man, okay, we can, we can go ahead and say that that is gay or that, you know, you, you can at least, I, I can get why you would label that gay. I'll say that. Uh, another comment went, both are an abomination. So when I read that, I was equally pleased and displeased because both of them, meaning they're equating them, so they don't agree that it's okay for two women to lay down together, but it's not okay for two men. They think that they're both a, quote, abomination. The word abomination is is a... Uh, it's a trigger word. It's a it's a religious reference, um, and that that's what I heard more than anything was. If I could paraphrase, God says they're both wrong. That's how I experienced that comment. The next comment was, two sexy women is okay, but two dicks don't mix." When I read that comment, the way I experienced that was. It was a man who said this. The way I experienced his comment was that he's coming from a porno, like a pornographic mental imagery standpoint, um, where he's speaking about sexual orientation from the vantage point of his entertainment. Um, In other words, I'm not entertained by seeing two unattractive women have sex. And I'm also not entertained by seeing two men have sex. And so this person is focusing on their sexual um, preference in terms of what type of porn porn they like to watch. That's what I hear is porn right there. Nothing wrong with porn, but that's what that comes from. Mental imagery, which is uh, the visual aspects of pornography or whatever. All right, so then the next person says, it's genocide if not for reproduction. So I think that they're also saying that both men and women having sex is an abomination or wrong. And the reason that they're saying that is because it's not for the purpose of reproducing. So then when, when I read this comment, the way I experience it, or the thing that comes to mind for me is then is it genocide if a heterosexual couple uses birth control because they are preventing reproduction? Um, I also wonder, do they consider, uh, swallowing genocide do they consider pulling out genocide so that was um you know that just made me feel like okay so are all forms of sex that aren't going to end in a possible pregnancy considered genocide i thought that was heavy the the use of the word genocide was heavy and i thought that they also have a problem with what bill maher one of my favorite entertainers calls pleasure fucking so you don't this person does not feel like sex should be had simply for the pleasure of sex it should only be had when a woman and a man uh are together and when that woman is ovulating 
and they're really trying to get this woman pregnant. That's the only way that sex is acceptable, which we all know is a bunch of bullshit. Thumbs down on that one. Another person says it doesn't fit men's mental imaging or movie to men having sex. I agree. Goes to what the other guy said, which was two dicks don't mix, but two beautiful or two sexy women. That's cool. I think that that disregards a whole human, the whole human aspect of homosexuality. Uh, And that's another issue that I have with this negative commentary about sexuality or homosexuality is they don't seem to understand that, yes, you have two men or two women or two people, two transgender people or two bisexual people, whatever. These people are attempting to do something that is very difficult. And we know this as heterosexual people. They are attempting to find the love of their lives or their partner, not for the purpose of fucking any more than you only want a husband or a wife to have sex with them. They are attempting to have a meaningful relationship with another human being that, yes, includes sex. But how small is it of people to minimize all of that life experience down to their sex, how they have it, when they have it, and who they have it with? How small is that? How small is that? So then I went on to pose another question, which was, if a straight man enjoys anal penetration or anal pleasure, does that make him gay? So let me first explain what I meant by that question. If a man who is in a relationship with a woman enjoys touching, licking, tickling, uh, toy play in his anus, even if it's with a woman, this man is gay. Is that what you all are saying? That was the question that I was trying to, to dissect. And I almost knew the answer before I posed the question. I just wanted to get confirmation. So here are some of the responses that I got. Man's body shouldn't be penetrated. Why? Says who? Says who? That a man's body should not be penetrated. Another person said he's suspect. And what they meant by that, I'm assuming, is that he may be with a woman, but he has gay tendencies. And then another comment said he's gay flat out. Ah, the small-mindedness of these comments. (laughs) I personally have been with men who did enjoy anal stimulation from a woman. They were not sexually attracted to men. They would not want a man to penetrate them with his penis. They did not have a secret life that they didn't want anyone to know about. They just enjoyed anal pleasure. That's it. That's all. As a part of this whole sexual experience, that's one of the things that they enjoyed. And so maybe these people haven't experienced this, you know, type of thing. Maybe these people, uh, you know, I don't know. And at the end of the day, that does not make a man gay. What are you talking about? What? You have so many nerve endings in your rectum, in and around your rectum. Of course, we're we're able to experience pleasure anywhere that there are nerve endings. That can be on the surface of your skin. It it makes you feel some type of way when someone runs their finger gently down your arm. 
because you have these nerve endings. We know that the same is true about the head of the penis and the clitoris. Lots of nerve endings, very sensitive. The same thing is true about the anus, people. But we put this label on anything male and anal equals gay. It's no wonder men are walking around with all this pent up emotion and so forth because there literally is a double standard when it comes to what a man can do, what a man cannot do versus what a woman can do, what a woman cannot do. This falls kind of under the same category of men don't cry. So now you got a bunch of brothers walking around trying not to cry, but exploding at random times because they got all this pent up suppressed emotion because men don't cry. Uh, men uh, don't men shouldn't ever be afraid. Men don't do this. Men do don't don't do that. But women are given freedom to emote. Women cry. That's acceptable. A woman is afraid. That's acceptable. Well, men are human beings also. And just like women have different levels of testosterone and estrogen, men have different levels of testosterone and estrogen. What the hell do you mean men don't do anything? It's absolutely preposterous to me. And we don't even understand that this is leading to us having all of this, all of these huge issues in our relationships where we can't talk about this, we can't talk about that. You may not be having an issue in your relationship about sexuality, but if you come into any conversation with this type of toxic mindset, this mindset that I can say or do anything as long as I'm doing it in the name of Jesus, it can be horrible, it can be hurtful, but as long as I put in the name of Jesus or I make it a biblical reference, I can hurt you because I am better than you. I am more, I am, I'm in a place where I can judge you. And the other thing I asked someone and they got a little bit livid was, do you believe that all sins are created equal? The answer is yes. If I understand correctly, the Bible says that all sin, a sin is a sin. They're created equal. So then that means that these people who are making all of these mean comments about homosexuality are also committing sin as they type these comments. And if their sin, rather it is sex outside of marriage, stealing a pen from work, um, you know, any of these things that are sins, thoughts and actions, why do they feel like their thoughts and actions, their sinful thoughts and actions are to be excused or understood where this thought and action of homosexuality is not to be forgiven or understood? I don't understand that. I think it's small minded. I think it is judgmental. And I do not that I don't think that that is of God. That doesn't make me feel like something that is of the God that I understand these people to be observing. And so what is wrong with tolerance? Let's have a conversation about tolerance. Tolerance does not mean I like it. I feel like some people, if you would just understand that there is an action that this person is committing, you can still love that person and not like the action. Tolerance does not mean that it's okay. I think it's okay. Tolerance doesn't mean that uh, I'm going to sit here and watch you do it or I want to talk to you about it. Tolerance just means that I have the ability, the maturity, the heart to accept that there are people who do and believe things that are outside of my belief system, but they are just as equal and, and uh, they are just as uh, 
capable of loving as I am. They are just as deserving of, of love as I am. This is just something that they do that I feel strongly about. What gives you the right, heterosexual person, to judge who this person lays down with and why do you give a damn who this person's having sex with? That just boggles my absolute mind. And one thing you don't realize is there are so many men who are gay as hell who do not discuss it and you go out and have a beer with this person, you go to the ball game with this person, this person is your boss. But because they haven't disclosed that part of themselves, you're able to see them, the good in them. You're able to see all those other things outside of who they penetrate or allow to penetrate them. You see their humanity. You like this person. The same thing is true about these men who come out or these women who come out or these individuals who come out and identify themselves as LGBTQ. There is a whole human experience that they are trying to have, just like you. They are seeking love and acceptance. They want a beautiful life. They want a happy life, just like you. How damaging, how terrible is it that simply because of who they lay with and what they do with whom, you feel like they don't don't deserve a good life. You feel like they deserve damnation. Well, what about your sins? Can we damn you for your sins? Are you brave enough to put on Facebook, I just slept with a married man or a married woman? Are you brave enough to do that? That's all I got to say on this topic right now. Please feel free to comment. Please uh, favorite my podcast so that when I do record, you'll be notified immediately. Please, I really want to know how you all feel about this. And just know that if your comment is not in line with what I said in the beginning, which is open-minded and respectful, positive, and with the understanding that I'm not trying to change you, or how you believe, I just need you to understand that your judgment is coming from your belief system because it's different than someone else's belief system. Um, I want to hear your comments, but if it goes dark, I'm going to delete it and I'm I'm not going to listen to it. So get your thoughts in mind, maybe take a deep breath before you comment, but I really want to hear your comments. And I'm going to be uh, at an event called Unlock Your Fears and Release your fullest potential. That's going to be on Saturday, August 17th from 1230 until 3 p.m. at the West in Cleveland. Tickets are available now on Eventbrite. Um, I also want you all to share this podcast with people who you believe could be could be um, helped by this, this podcast. Uh, please check for new episodes every Wednesday, even though this is a Sunday and I just felt like I had something to say. If you need to talk to me about something you're going through, a life challenge, I am a life coach. I am a relationship coach. I'm here for a free phone consultation uh, whenever you are. And I really hope that this podcast, like any of my podcasts, just opens your mind. My name is Truth in Love. I hope that you received my truth in love. And I'll talk to you soon.